What's going on, Destination Debbie fam? It's your boy, Ray GQ. Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel, good people. And in this episode, we are going to talk collegiate values. Where are these college prospects being drafted in Debbie mock drafts? Debbie, developmental, roster the young guys. When they go to the NFL, boom, they're already on your roster. Now, this show isn't just applicable for those of you in Debbie leagues or C2C leagues, but those of you who are thinking about those 2022 and 2023 picks in your dynasty dynasty leagues, right? You're looking at these picks, trying to acquire 2022s, 2023s. How high are these guys going? What can we look forward to? Where does Ray have them ranked? Well, we're going to take a look at the top 12 from our recently released, what is it, June, May, May ADP, June ADP. We're running mocks all the time. Jordan Back is doing a good job keeping those things going. But that's the name of the game, right? It's, it's kind of trying to look ahead and project where these guys are going to fall. And unlike your rookie drafts right now, where we can script out the first six, seven, eight picks, whether it's super flex, single quarterback, tight end premium, we know the players that are going to be grouped inside the top eight. The college side is so much more difficult to figure out, especially this early on. But the more you know about who could potentially be available in 2022 and beyond, the better you can position your dynasty team for short and long-term success. That is the name of the game. This is the episode today, and we're going to jump right into the top 12 after we roll the intro. So let's start out with, let me scoot over so y'all can see when I load the players up on the screen, but I'm using the database uh, that, I, that I've created over at Destination Devi. So everything that you're seeing, watching it on YouTube, this is coming directly from the Destination Debbie database. So the number one, well, tie for number one overall in Debbie mock drafts, super flex format, uh, DJ Uyangagale, the quarterback out of Clemson, uh, you know, six foot four, six foot five, 245, 250 pounds, big boy quarterback, former five-star recruit, according to 24-7 Sports. He is a tier one prospect for me in Debbie, which means... High to the high, right? I tier them right now. We'll rank them as, as we get closer to them actually declaring for the NFL draft. But in 2020, he had 78, complete, 78 completions on 117 attempts, 66.7% completion percentage, 914 passing yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Now, we know DJU sat behind Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence missed a couple of weeks because of COVID. And as a true freshman, they normally come in during mop-up time and get a little bit of playing time. But you have to project. You have to think about what this player and what these players could become in the future. And with his size, he is a mobile quarterback. I'm not going to call him a dual threat, Lamar Jackson, Malik Willis, Kyler Murray type rusher, but he's a mobile quarterback. Think along the lines of a Justin Herbert who can move, who can run, but loves to deliver the ball from the pocket. Now, Dabo Sweeney, that's his thing, right? He ran the shit out of Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, running the ball more than we probably would like. And DJU is going to do a lot of things on the ground. But when I look at this kid, his play style, he reminds me of Dante Culpepper early in his career. That size, the arm strength, the pedigree, playing at Don Bosco Prep High School, one of the most historic high school football programs in the country, the five-star recruiting pedigree. Playing at Clemson, it's going to be a good offense. He's going to put up dope numbers in his true sophomore season and his true junior season. 
I think you're looking at the number one overall pick in 2023. The rest of the quarterbacks in the class, in my opinion, don't really come close to DJ Uyangale. He is he's a fantastic prospect. And in Devi Superflex mock drafts, Devi Superflex startups, he probably should be the 101 or at worst the 102 in startups. Now, let's take a look at the second player, and he's not number two overall. They're tied. DJU and Texas running back sophomore Bijan Robinson took home the lead. They were drafted at the 101 more times than any other player. Uh, they're they're tied for the number one spot. Bijan, six foot, two hundred pounds, in nine games in 2020. 86 attempts, 703 yards, four touchdowns, added in 15 receptions, 196 yards and two touchdowns. Former five-star recruit out of Arizona, tier one prospect for me in the class. Listen, they go from Keontae Ingram, Roshan Johnson to Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson. And when you watch Bijan Robinson play, uh, I've been on record saying I believe he's the most talented running back the University of Texas has had since Ricky Williams. That includes Jamal Charles. Uh, Cedric Benson was dope. Rest in peace, Cedric Benson. They've had phenomenal running backs come through the UT program. But this kid right here, you're looking at the makings of if if there were going to be a running back who was drafted, you know, Saquon Barkley level of high, uh, Christian McCaffrey level of high, Ezekiel Elliott in the NFL draft, which I'm not a proponent of from an NFL team standpoint, but if there were going to be a running back to be drafted extremely high in the NFL draft, I do believe that running back is Bijan Robinson. His blend of size and power mixed with fantastic footwork, uh, his receiving ability paired with Steve Sarkeesian. We saw what Sark did with Najee Harris at Alabama, completely transformed Najee's game and developed him into the number one running back drafted in 2021. B. John Robinson is a more talented running back than Najee Harris. I'm not saying he's going to be better than Najee, but when you're talking about talent standpoint, and Najee ain't no slouch coming out of California, the number one running back in the country in his recruiting class in 2017. But I believe Bijan is a little more talented. Now, he's not a perfect prospect. We want to see him improve upon some of those high school testing numbers, which he should. Justin Jefferson ran a 4.88 coming out of high school, and then he drops a 4.4 at the NFL Combine. Bijan didn't test particularly well in high school. I believe he was a 4.7 type runner, but I'm pretty damn sure he's gotten much faster than that already in his time. At, uh, at Texas. And with Steve Sarkeesian, it's going to be Hudson Card at quarterback. It's going to be fun to watch what UT does. Bijan Robinson coming off the board, ADP number one overall tied with DJU. Now, the third player coming off of the board in Debbie mock drafts is a 2022 eligible prospect, and it's Iowa State's running back, the junior Brees Hall, six foot one, 215 pounds, absolute monster in 2020. Uh, 12 games, 297 attempts, 1,572 yards, 21 touchdowns, another 23 receptions, 180 yards, and two touchdowns. Four-star recruit, tier one prospect for me, eligible for the NFL draft in 2022. Brees Hall's a more talented running back than David Montgomery, so go ahead and get the helmet sticker bias out of your head now. Brees has got that prototypical size at six foot one, 215 pounds, and has caught over 20 passes each of the last two seasons at Iowa State. So we know that he can he can be prolific in the receiving game as well as rush between the tackles on the outside. You look at him and think he might not be that fast and you see him pulling away from defenders constantly. Now, Big 12, Bijan Robinson, 
Brees Hall, Big 12, historically, traditionally, they don't play a lot of defense. But this fall, I mean, a lot of people are pegging Iowa State to win the Big 12 title. Brock Purdy's coming back. You've got Brees Hall. They've got some talented pass catchers. So they're going to be primed to score a lot of points. I believe Brees had like nine straight 100-yard games this past season. Definitely, if Iowa State would have been a better team, would have had his name in the Heisman Trophy conversation. Talented running back out of the Big 12, Brees Hall coming off of the board as player number three in Debbie Mock Draft Startup. Superflex. Now, number four, Spencer Rattler, the quarterback out of Oklahoma, who will be one of the most polarizing NFL draft prospects if he declares in 2022. His Netflix series QB1, people think he's an asshole, people think he's entitled, overrated. They just already hate Spencer Rattler. But what you can't hate on is his arm talent. The dude can sling the damn rock all over the field. I I believe he's got the most arm talent in all of college football. Better than DJU, better than Carson Strong, better than Malik Willis, better than every other quarterback in the country. I don't think there's a QB that can put the ball where Spencer Rattler can, can deliver it with the velocity, with the arm strength. And the kid is only six foot, sub 200 pounds, 197. In 11 games, threw for 67.5% completion percentage, 3,031 yards, 28 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. And people act like he had a down season. It's a redshirt freshman playing last year, throwing for damn near 70% completion percentage, 3,000 yards, 28 touchdowns. And I believe I charted four of those seven interceptions were off tip passes. So they weren't just like he was gunning them yeah, no, to the wrong guy. I mean, four or seven of them, I know for a fact, were off a tip deflection ball. So, you know, and that's one of the things you have to think about when you're looking at Spencer Rattler long term. His size, I got him listed at six foot. We know Oklahoma likes to cook the books with the height. Maybe he's he's not a, he's not a, a centimeter taller than six foot. I mean he's 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 a generous six foot, and he's not the biggest guy at one ninety seven. But the arm, the arm, the arm, the fact that he can make every single throw in the field, all different type of platforms, rolling left, rolling right, it's incredible. Former five star recruit, we know five stars matter. Uh, Travis May has done some studies on this. If you don't know Travis May, check him out on Twitter. But he's done Rotoviz guy. He's done some studies about five star recruits and draft capital. Five stars and four stars matter. That doesn't mean that they're going to be great at the next level. But when you're talking about draft capital, all the other analytics out there, you know, they can tell the story and paint this picture. But highly rated prospects are a pretty good indicator of which players are going to be drafted at the NFL level. So he's got that under his belt. <clears throat> Spencer uh, Spencer Rattler is going to have Marvin Mims to throw to. Eric Gray at running back and the high-flying Lincoln-Riley offense, he's they're going to put up points, you know. He should have his name in the Heisman Trophy conversation, but as always, Oklahoma will lose a game or two that they shouldn't. So we got to wait and see how that plays out. But Spencer Rattler right now coming off the board at number four in Debbie mock draft startups. At five, Tank Bigsby, another talented true freshman running back heading into a sophomore season out of Auburn, six foot 205. In 10 games, 133 attempts, 834 yards, five touchdowns, 11 receptions, 84 yards. Tank Bigsby, depending on the recruiting service, four or five-star prospect. He was, you know, one of the top running backs in the country last season and should be the leading rusher in the SEC coming back in 2021. This is a player that I love. You know, a lot of people talk about Bijan being the far runaway Debbie running back one. I don't think it's that far away. I, I don't think the gap between Bijan and Bigsby 
and another player that we'll get to here in a little bit are that far apart. Tank is exactly that. I mean, he looks like a man-child out there dominating SEC competition as a true freshman. He, he's going to smash in 2021. We want to see him catch some more passes. <clears throat> he can do that, but we want to see them utilize him more in the receiving game, show a little more patience in between the tackles. But when you're just talking about a runner who's physical, he's got this one-cut ability, uh, Tank Bigsby is phenomenal. He is going to continue to rise and be talked about as one of the best running backs in college football. And here at uh, 105, if I were sitting at 105 and Tank Bigsby fell to me, I'd be pretty damn happy because he's got the makings of a high NFL draft pick in 2023. Now, back to the 2022 class, and we'll go back to the quarterback pool. Sam Howell, the quarterback out of North Carolina, six foot one, 225. 237 completions on 348 attempts, 68% completion percentage, over 3,500 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. He, too, tier one prospect, four-star recruit in his recruiting class. He is going to be a true junior, and a lot of people have Sam Howell or had Sam Howell as quarterback one coming into the 2020 season. He seemed to take a step back behind Spencer Rattler in the 2022 class. He reminds me of Baker Mayfield. He reminds me of Baker all day, every day when I watch Sam Howell play. He's got this funky throwing motion, but he likes to sling it around the field, getting the ball down deep to Dayami Brown, Daz Newsome last season. Those two guys are gone. Javonta Williams and Michael Carter are gone. They've got some talented young guys, Josh Downs at wide receiver. We've got this is going to be a big season for Sam Howell in that offense with Mac Brown. This is going to be season's tell. Can Sam Howell? elevate himself and become the number one overall pick, which will probably belong to the damn Houston Texans this year. Sam Howe, Spencer Radler, uh, Carson Strong, Malik Willis. There's a ton of QB sort of uh, flavors in this 2022 class. How's a talented dude, man? I mean, he's going to be a first round pick. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Well, the question is, is he going to go top five or is he going to go number one overall? Uh, there's nothing that I dislike about Sam Howe's game. Nothing. Nothing. You know, I, I like everything that he does. I just prefer, me personally, I prefer Spencer Rattler just a hair over Howe, even though Howe is built better. Uh, he's got more experience. I just, th there's no there's no comparison between the arm talent of the two kids. Howe apparently is a very, very hard worker, like what he brings to the table. They had him ranked as a dual threat quarterback coming out of high school. He ain't a dual threat. But he's not a statute either. He's a he's a mobile quarterback. He can move a little bit, but he ain't a dual threat. If you go back to his first game uh, of his collegiate career, they were trying to like do these zone read options with him all the time. And I'm like, stop fucking running, Sam Howell, please. But uh, good, good player, talented guy. He's going to be in contention for the QB1 spot. All right, at 107, our first wide receiver off of the board, Trey Lon. Burke, six foot three. He dropped weight, 223 pound wide receiver out of Arkansas in nine games in the SEC, 51 receptions, 820 yards, seven touchdowns, tier one prospect for me. Four star recruit coming out of high school. He's big. He's very, very big. He's got five XL gloves. His hands are massive. Uh, there's a play versus Auburn where Burke's, like, this is how he catches punt returns. If you're not watching, on YouTube, he just sticks his hands up and just like catches. He doesn't. He doesn't cradle it. He doesn't let it drop to him. He catches it with his hands, and he caught one versus Auburn like that 
And all the Auburn guys are like, look, like they're mimicking how he caught it. And they're just like, how the hell does he catch punt returns like that? So at 230 pounds, this dude was the team's kick returner, punt returner, slot wide receiver, played him at running back, played him at X, played him at, I mean, his positional versatility is all over the place. They played him everywhere. I believe 93% of his snaps came from the slot. So you're looking at a monster of a slot receiver with outstanding acceleration and juice. There have been reports at Arkansas that he ran high 4.4s, low 4.5s. I think he's a mid to low 4.5 runner at 6.3, 220. Y'all know I don't throw out comps a lot, but when I watch him play, he reminds me of Josh Gordon. I know other people have said Andre Johnson. If he does what... If he just mimics what he does, did this past season, mirrors this with the type of quarterback play that they have at Arkansas, he's going to be a first-round pick. He's already being mocked in the first round of from the you know, NFL draft talking heads. I think it's a race for wide receiver one between Traylon Burks, you know, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, George Pickens. It's going to be a race for wide receiver one. I'm very, very high on Traylon Burks, the dynamism, the size, the speed, uh, the age-adjusted production, Jordan Backus will get all us, all of us, the uh, inside the database. We've got an analytics database as well. So he'll have all the market share, dominator rating, all of that good stuff for us whenever that time comes. He, I handle this side of it. He handles that side of it. It's a beautiful thing that we have going on with the squad. But Traylon Burks, uh, my wide receiver one in Debbie, and the people feel that same way. So he's coming off the board at 107. At 108, Georgia Tech's sophomore running back, Jameer Gibbs, 5'9", 191. I believe in the after spring ball, he's closer to about 200 pounds, so we'll get that updated. Uh, in seven games, 89 attempts, 460 yards, four touchdowns, 24 receptions, 303 yards, and three touchdowns. Four-star recruit, tier one prospect, 2023 class. Jameer Gibbs is good. That's your big three in 2023. It's Gibbs, it's Bigsby, it's B. John Robinson. And Jameer Gibbs is by far the most dynamic pass catcher out of all of them. When you watch him play, you get you get a hint of Alvin Kamara out there, how he glides, how he moves. He's a glider. Like he runs, he run, he's the, the, the prettiest runner in the class. Like it just looks beautiful how he runs the ball. With Jeff Sims at quarterback, they're going to have a hellacious backfield that are just going to cause problems for defenses in the in the ACC. But Gibbs is super talented, right? Doesn't have the size of the other two. He's sub six foot, sub 200 pounds, but the kid is is electric. He's dynamic in the receiving game, and he's that quintessential running back that we want that can run between the tackles and catch passes out of the backfield. Jameer Gibbs coming off the board at 108. I'd be pretty damn happy to grab him. At 109, back to the 2022 class, and we've got Texas A&M's junior Isaiah Spiller. This is a big boy, 6'1", 220, in 10 games, 188 attempts, 1,036 yards, nine touchdowns, chipped in another 20 receptions for 193 yards, back-to-back seasons with over 20 receptions. Isaiah Spiller is going to feast this season in the SEC. Uh, He's good. Four-star recruit, tier one prospect. He's got the size, right? He's the biggest running back that we've talked about at 220 pounds, but he also has some of the best hands, and that's... You know, I don't, I don't say that lightly. I think Gibbs is the best pass-catching running back in the core that we've talked about, and then Spiller would be number two. It's a race between Isaiah Spiller and Brees Hall for RB1 in the 2022 class, and if I were picking, I would much rather Isaiah Spiller here 
at 108, 109, opposed to, to Brees Hall at 103. I don't think they're far apart at all. I actually have Isaiah Spiller ranked a smidge ahead of Brees Hall in my personal rankings. I just like what he does in between the tackles. I like the versatility that he gives you in the receiving game. I'm just a really big fan of his size, his overall game, his footwork, his vision, his patience. Isaiah Spiller's dope. Probably looking at an early day two pick in 2022. Now, at 110, go back to the quarterback round. And we've got USC Trojans quarterback Keaton Slovis. Remember, this is super flex, six foot two, 200 pounds. Six games last season, 177 completions on 264 attempts, 1,921 yards, 17 touchdowns, 17 picks. Was a three-star recruit coming out of high school, does not run at all. He's not a mobile quarterback. He is a pocket passer. He's very good inside the pocket, a very accurate quarterback, even though this past season was sort of a down year for uh, for USC and for Slovis. But Pac-12 was one of the teams that were going to play, then they weren't going to play, and then they were, then they weren't, then they were, then they weren't, then they finally got to play, and they only played six games, and it was a shit show. So he had a bad, I don't even want to say a bad season, but just a little underwhelming in 2020. But if you go back to his 2019 tape, he was absolutely outstanding, and he's the reason why JT Daniels actually transferred from USC to Georgia because Slovis was so good. He started out his true freshman season as the third-string quarterback, uh, JT Daniels tore his knee up. Matt Fink was horrible. Insert Keaton Slovis, and he has not relinquished the wheels yet. Now, the three-star recruiting uh, ranking is a little concerning because we know that it is it, it really is a good predictor of which players are going to be drafted. Uh, but Slovis, with a strong season here in 2020, I believe you're looking at a first-round pick mid to late. If Mac Jones was the 15th overall pick, there's no doubt in my mind that Keaton Slovis with his ball placement, his pocket mobility is going to be a first-round pick. So Keaton Slovis coming off the board at 110. At 111, Alabama, death taxes in Alabama having a quarterback that's going to be drafted high in the NFL draft. They go from Jalen Hurts to Tungvaluwa to Mac Jones, and now they get Bryce Young, who from an arm talent perspective is probably just as talented as Tua, more talented than Mac Jones, more talented than Jalen Hurts. Six foot, 194 pounds. I think they got him listed after the spring at 194. He isn't a big guy out there at all, but uh, he's got the arm. He's got the, he's got mobility. Uh, he's a dual threat type quarterback. I don't think you want 190 pounder running around a lot. And I know a lot of people say, well, Kyler Murray did it. Kyler Murray's a unicorn. He's a different beast. Like Bryce Young isn't Kyler Murray. Uh, Spencer Rattler isn't Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's a different animal, man. But Bryce Young is a talented quarterback. Last season, he didn't. He only played a handful of snaps, right? 13 completions, 59% completion percentage, 156 yards in seven games. I mean, they were on their way to the national title game, and Mac Jones just didn't. He, he balled the hell out, so there was no need to play Bryce Young. Five-star recruits, so that matters. We know right off the bat, five-star matters. The, I'm, I'm still a little – I still need to see um, – I know the high school pedigree is there. I know the school is there, but I just need to see a little more from Bryce Young. And we're probably going to see it this fall in Alabama. They lose like everybody from their receiving core, except John Mechie and Slade Bolden, Jaleel Billingsley. But then you insert a Jai Hall, Treshawn, Treshawn Holden. They've got a lot of young wide receivers in Alabama. They don't rebuild. They just retool. So this is going to be a big, big, big season for Bryce Young. He's, uh, I've got him as a tier two prospect right now. 
high-end elite tier two prospect that can move his way up. I watched the spring game and there are just a couple of things that were a little concerning. I know it's spring. I know it's practice. I know it's early. So I'm still, I'm still in on Bryce Young, but I think uh, right here, I'd rather have a couple of other players in the college realm uh, opposed to Bryce Young at 111. Now, the final player uh, being drafted in the first round of Superflex Debbie Mox, Kayshawn Boutte, the five-star recruit out of LSU, 5'10", 180 pounds in 10 games, 45 receptions, 745 yards, five touchdowns, averaging 16.3 yards of reception. Tier one prospect, 2023 eligible five-star recruit. You see the picture right there of uh, Inception. You've got uh, Kayshawn Boutte and then someone taking a picture of Kayshawn Boutte in the picture, but it's on the picture on the screen. It's Inception levels of Devi right here. But Boutte is a damn beast. Boutte is a beast. This is my number two overall wide receiver in Devi, my number one rated wide receiver in the 2023 class. And he's going to be a future first-round pick. Uh, I mean, go back from Dwayne Bowe, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall, uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, this dude was on the field, like, destroying shit with Terrace Marshall. And when Terrace Marshall went out, when he opted out, it was the Kayshawn Bouste show. He's got elite speed. Go look up some highlights of him in track and field in high school. I think he dropped sub 20 in the 200, which is insane. He's got speed. He's got body control. He's got hands. He's going to be, he's going to be right now. He's my top receiver in 2023. He's probably going to be the number one receiver off of the board in the 2023 class, him, Rakeem Jarrett. There are a couple of other guys in 2023, but uh, you're looking at another LSU stud, another LSU star. I, I think he's better than Terrace Marshall. I'm not going to put him on the level of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase yet, but before it's said and done, he very well could, may could be. He's already been more productive than those two early in his career as a freshman. So uh, sophomore season, junior season for Boutte should be special as long as LSU gets their quarterback situation together. I think it's wheels up for Kayshawn Boutte. So one more time, just to recap, we got DJU 101, Bijan Robinson tied at 101. At 103, Brees Hall out of Iowa State, 104, Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma, 105, Tank Bigsby out of Auburn, 106, Sam Howe, North Carolina, 107, Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas, 108, Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Georgia Tech, another tie at 108, Isaiah Spiller, running back out of Texas A&M. At the 110 spot, Keaton Slovis, quarterback USC, 111, Bryce Young, quarterback Alabama, and 112, Kayshawn Boutte, the wide receiver out of LSU. There we go. That is the top 12 from our Debbie Mock Draft ADP over on the Destination Debbie Patreon. All the player little profile things that you saw come from the Destination Debbie database. If you want to be a part of the community, want to get that database, patreon.com forward slash all gas. The ADP runs over 100 deep. So there's a ton, uh, there's a lot more information out there. You want to know where Eric Gilbert's going. You want to know where Darnell Washington, you want to know where Malik Willis, Carson Strong, where they're being drafted. Y'all know where to do. Go to All Gas Patreon, join the squad, join the community. But I appreciate y'all checking out the show. And until next time, uh, y'all stay safe, be easy. I'm out of this thing. Peace. Peace.